much for joining. Um, I'm here with Tara Bush um, with Hello Wellness LLC. <laughs> I wish you said Hello LLC. Um, and today we're going to talk about words and their effect on us and others, um, especially in our health and fitness and how we... <laughs> and how we, um, how that really affects how we feel about ourselves and our motivation, um, to get healthy and, and all of those things. So, um, yes. a huge thing for me that, um, was kind of a game changer for me was when I had my girls, um, they are now four and six, um, and a little girl on the way. Um, so three little girls, which is, not that boys are not a huge responsibility as well, um, but I feel like, turn it down, please, love. Sophia, por favor. Okay? She can't hear her PJ masks. Um, so, Mom, you're talking too loud. The, I know, yeah. So this is what happens when um, your husband is uh, working and on a, in training, so he can't um, help out, and then I have one at home, and so there you go. Two, three, yes. Thank you, love. Good job. Um, so, um, okay, cool. Um, so, I it's it's a big responsibility. I feel like to be a girl mom um, because girls struggle the most with self esteem. Um, there's so much out in the world in media that tells us we need to be. S-K-I-N-N-Y, which we don't use that word in our house. Um, so I spell all those words if I need to be talking to an adult about something. Um, and the version of S-K-I-N-N-Y is typically too much. Um, and so we have this version of what we are supposed to look like, what we should look like. Um, and then, you know, as women get older, you need Botox. You need to get your face done. You need... Um, you know, we don't age as well as men and as they, and they can get away with having a, you going to say hi, um, having, woo, we lost it. Um, you know, having, having a beer belly and it's pretty much accepted. Um, they go gray and they're called a silver fox. We have to dye our hair. So we're not gray. Like all these things that are put on us by society, by the media. Media is a huge, huge thing. Um, and so having that responsibility of girls and trying to raise them with the biggest self-esteem that they can have is a huge responsibility, especially when you weren't born with a super high self-esteem. <laughs> um, and so I struggled a lot. And as I got older, um, I was able to... Um, have a higher self-esteem and then I think having my girls because I have to put positivity out there you say something out loud you hear yourself um I'm not good at looking in the mirror and giving myself affirmations that's something that I try to do and I want to do with my girls as well um because you need to talk to yourself and tell yourself how amazing you are because there's not always going to be somebody there to do it and you shouldn't rely on others to build your self-esteem. You have to love you. So uh, tell me like kind of um, what is, what's your take on that? Like what, 
what what are your thoughts on that? I got a lot to say on that. Um, <laughs> I won't. I won't. Uh, I, I'll be mindful that this is not my you know podcast. But so many things popped up of own personal challenges I have dealt with mm-hmm. in my life when you talked about that. And so many. And David, he's on my other my Instagram as well. Your yep. <laughs> I see all the hearts. <laughs> And 
going to be a size two my bones are bigger than that and that's one thing we have to understand is you can't compare yourself as difficult as it is so much easier said than done we cannot compare ourselves to others we should compare ourselves to ourselves and how we feel not always how we look and and I think you know getting your gut healthy and getting the the vitamins and the nutrients um, that you need along with the healthy foods once you feel better, you tend to feel that you look better, even if there's not much change and you want to go and work out and you want to keep eating healthy and, and live that healthy lifestyle. And, you know, one thing for me, and this is our family, this is how we do it. I don't judge in, or you know, other people, we don't use the word cheat day or cheat meal because cheating is like, we don't, do we cheat in our family? No, cheating is not okay in our family. And um, cheating indicates you're doing something wrong. Mm -hmm. We allow ourselves treats. We don't have a treat day or a treat meal. But if we've eaten healthy enough foods, we get a treat. And the reason we eat more healthy foods than treats is because if we eat too many treats, our tummies hurt. Granted, I have two small children. So the way that, you know, I speak to them obviously is different. You do. You get a stomach ache. And when she, when my four-year-old says, mommy, my tummy hurts. And I think about it, I'm like, well, yeah, you had, you know, chips today and you had this and like, you know, you can only have so much fruit and vegetables to make up for, you know, all of those, um, treats and unhealthy foods. So you did have chips today. They were healthier chips though. Okay. Um, 
Okay. Okay. Thank you. Um, and talking about it in a healthy lifestyle versus um, a cheat meal or a cheat day, you know, that to me, that has a negative connotation to it. And you earn treats because you've done so well with the healthy eating because you don't feel good. Not because you're going to look a certain way or this or that. It's because of how you feel. And I really want to ingrain that in my girls. It Health is all about how you feel, not necessarily how you look. Because all of us can be all different sizes and all feel healthy at all different sizes. There is not one size fits all. And I know friends that have done Weight Watchers and it worked great for them and they loved it. And it is teaching you a healthy lifestyle. Um, it didn't work for me because it was a little too, I would roll points to the neck. Like I would eat too many points this meal and go, I'll just eat less that meal. And that meal came up and whatever. So you have to find what works for you um, in, in leading that kind of healthy lifestyle. And for us, I think it's helped us having kids to make like, I'm not going to make the kids a healthy meal and then go drive through McDonald's for me, you know? Um, and the girls know and knew at, you know, the age of two, mommy, I had so many healthy things in my lunch. Can I tell you what they are? And she, and my now six-year-old would point out, she'd go, this is healthy and that's healthy. And that's kind of a treat. I go, yeah. And you know, all the other healthy things. So we had, um, honey, (laughs) sorry. Um, we had the, um, uh, little bento boxes for their lunches and we still have like meal prepping containers that are great and their fruit or vegetables go in the biggest side or the two smaller sides, which equal, you know, it's always more of the fruits and vegetables and then maybe a sandwich or something like that. And then maybe we buy the little Annie's organic, um, uh, gummies, um, that they like the fruit snacks and that's like their treat that they get or, um, veggie straws, which are still very healthy. That's their treat. Um, and that has really changed my mindset of why I do what I do. And when I would go to the gym before I started working there and I would leave the girls in the bath, my husband's giving them baths. I would leave to go work out. Mommy, why are you leaving? And I'd say, why does mommy go to the gym? Um, and they said, do you remember why mommy goes to the gym? Okay, she's going to whisper it to me. To be, oh, for my work now, yes. Um, And I always told them, mommy goes to the gym to work out to be healthy and strong. And that's why you should do the things that you do with your health and fitness is because you want to be stronger, um, to lift grandkids, to lift your own kids, to just do everyday things um, better and easier. And you want to be healthy and you want to feel good. And it's a combination of your fitness, what you put in your body, and that includes food and your vitamins and supplements. Because at the end of the day, we can't eat enough of the fruits and vegetables to get our daily allotted amount of fruits and vegetables. And even if you're eating organic, um, you know, my husband, it was hard for me to kind of drill into his head um, that sometimes you need to spend a little bit more money on organic. He's like, I don't understand. I'm going to spend, you know, a dollar on this versus $3. 
um, because he grew up in Mexico on a farm. And it was, it was a family's farm for, for years, um, you know, decades. And it was organic the way that they produced their fruits and vegetables. Yes. Well, our soil now has been turned over so many times that even the organic food doesn't necessarily come from organic soil. It's not the way that it used to be. And so it's much more important to eat the grass-fed meat and um, organic foods. Um, and you can go on like Pinterest or you can Google. Um, there's a list of fruits and vegetables that are it's more important to have organic and other things that it doesn't really matter because you're not going to eat outside and things like that. Um, so then you can, you know, you don't have to do all organic um, and spend more money than you need to or want to, but picking and choosing the healthy foods just to make yourself feel better. And I can tell, especially being pregnant, when I wake up in the morning and my stomach hurts and I'm like, oh my gosh. And I said, what did I have for dinner last night? And if it was something healthy, then I'm probably not waking up with a stomach ache. If it was maybe not so healthy or a little extra dairy or, you know, something like that, which for me, um, I'm supposed to be dairy free, but I like my cheese. So, um, and it's, yeah, it's, it's hard. Um, but basically the way that you feel is typically what you put in your body and then what you do with your body. Look what she just brought me, what she wants to eat. She'd like to show you. What do you want to show her? This is her water bottle. I love the whale noise. Oh, the whale noise? How do you make it? Can you hear that? Yes, they love making the whale noise with these water bottles. (laughs) Okay, thanks for sharing. That's awesome. It's kind of, it's a very forward thinking, right? It's kind of like David and I say, it's not, 
if you're going to go solar, it's when you're going to go solar. Mm-hmm. These are, and, and let me put this into some perspective because a lot of people are like, you're crazy. Kate, who do you have this crazy purple haired chick on here that's talking about this? This is way too forward thinking. Um, I get it. I totally get it, guys. I grew up on um, showing steers in 4-H and FFA. I raised up, I was raised on butchering our own uh, cattle to eat. I was raised, uh, we had four, three dairy farms in our actually immediate family. Uh, so I had three uncles that had their own dairy farms. Uh, so I get it. I'm, I'm very much a product of dairy and meat and potatoes. Mm-hmm. And um, I just stand forth in front of people because like Kate st- stated, language matters. Here's why. What happened in 2020? We were all forced to take a re-new direction of life when the pandemic came down, right? It, it thrusted a wrench into the spoke of the bicycle wheel and all of us went, whoa, okay, gotta figure it out. And we were all forced to figure it out and we all came through, let me, let me read that. Most of us came through very, very, very well. Unscathed. Understanding and landing on our feet like a cat. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, we've lost hundreds of thousands of people that probably could have been saved. I don't make light of that. What I'm trying to share is through through the forceful action of what happened, we all had to adapt. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm trying to bring forward is the the current course that we're on and the current train that the most of most of us are on is headed to a cliff to crash. And there's people out here that are kind of like, hey, we've got to we've got to redirect the train and take a right or a left. But we've got to go one way or the other, guys, because if we continue going straight, we are going to go kaboom and there's nothing going to be left. And so that is literally the conversation I'm trying to bring forth in my my communication and David's communication. But all this is, comes back to how we feel about oneself. Mm-hmm. It all starts here. It all starts here. If you can't see the fact that you can see it here in your mind, uh, then you're not going to achieve it. And what I mean by that is, Kate talked about power of language and like manifestation and how that works. And really at the end of the day, guys, I think my my biggest message, and I'm going to pass this back to Kate, is um, to understand that you're human, you can change. To understand that if something's not working for you, your guts, your gut is your number two brain. It actually communicates with your number mm-hmm. one brain up here, and it tells your number one brain up here how to how to. It's actually dictating this brain up here. Yep. So if your gut doesn't feel good, it starts with you. If you don't feel good, then you're not going to be a human that's going to be out here feeling good and loving on other people. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be encouraging other people. You're not going to be helping other people. If you yourself don't feel good. So it all starts with who you are. And the number one thing that you gotta listen to, like Kate said, is your gut. And I will tell you that's something I have been working on for four years now mm-hmm. is gut health. And I love cheese like you. 
food switch to veggie pizza now. Mm -hmm. Dude, it doesn't matter how much cheese. If I have one bite or 700 bites. And you feel crummy so afterwards. You're like, why did I do that? <laughs> Yes. I'm in the bathroom and we all know what that looks like, so we don't need to, yeah. need to share. But, um, yes. We all are one. It starts with us. It starts with our gut. If our guts don't feel good, you know, we are not speaking positively. We are not helping people. We are not being with people. We are not here to actually, truly. Um, we're surviving is what happens. If you don't yeah. feel good, you are in survival mode. And survival mode means there is no life for anybody else because you are strictly yep. trying to survive. Yes. So, yeah, and um, all is one. Yep, yeah, and as um, a health and fitness coach, and when people come in and do, we do starting point sessions with all of our new clients. Um, so we do an in body scan, and it breaks down your weight and shows where your muscles are. So they kind of know where they're starting, and um, certain muscle groups they need to work on over others and things. And it's it's such a great tool to really break down. It shows if your water is within healthy range. Every, I mean, it's great. Like how many calories you should eat a day. Like it's amazing. So if anybody wants to come get an in-body scan, um, the Olathe Anytime Fitness off of K7 Herald, it's where I work and you can come in and get one. Um, and also, um, do a free, um, health, um, consult with one of our, um, certified health coaches and it's based on you. It's individual. So but anyway, with um, when they come in for their starting point session, it's like new members and we um, we want to talk about your goals because we're invested in all of our members and we want to talk about their goals. And um, one of the questions is, you know, what are your goals? And if they say, well, I want to lose weight. Um, okay, well, do you have a number in mind? Is there a certain size you want to be? And my favorite, yes, you're eating another orange. Um, they love cuties. The oh, you're showing her the, the trash. Okay. Ooh, yes, girl. Um, and uh, here you go, love. Um, I have I have to limit my girls to yeah. I have to limit them to four because it does hurt their booties because of the acid. <laughs> they have too many, so they get four a day. Yes. Um, but so you know, when I ask them, like, is there a certain size or a certain weight you want to be? Um, and my favorite answer is, you know, not really. And I'm like, yes, yes. Because you shouldn't concentrate on the number. It is how you feel. And when we have, um, you know, yes, we're all going to have a number in our heads of what we want to see on that scale. Let's be real, okay? But if you get too obsessed with that, like, I would love to be down to 150 pounds. That would, for, well, 135 was always my goal. Now, I've, you know, two children, one on the way. 135 is probably not even a healthy weight for me, to be honest. I want to get down to 150. Um, that might not be a healthy weight for me at this point. And you know what? I don't like people say, Oh, I gained this much weight with my last pregnancy or this pregnancy or that. And I'm like, I have no idea. I get on the scale. Um, the doctors do what they want to do. They've never said, Oh my gosh, you're gaining too much weight too fast. Any of that. I let them just tell me if I need to change anything. Otherwise I go, Oh gosh. And I always go, do I have to weigh today? But I look at the number and then I completely forget what it is when I get off. Because I'm not, like, we don't even have a scale in our house anymore. We don't either. Because I don't want my children, and yes, at their ages, it's like, oh my gosh, you're getting so big, like, that's amazing. But at some point, it can turn into an obsession. And I don't want that for my children. I don't want that for my family. Um, so we don't have a scale in our house. Um, you can you get weighed when you go to the doctor. The doctor will... Um, you want to do colors? Okay. 
Um, and, you know, the doctor will let us we know if we need to change their we diet or we need to do things like we that. Do um, we do homework. Yes, yeah, you can do homework. Here you go. Um, and, and we talk and we about... Say we do yes, Sophia's going to do her flashcards for her homework right now. <laughs> she wanted you guys to know. Um, and... We talk about, and I tell even my clients and anybody, any member that I meet with, um, it's a dietary lifestyle. It is not a diet. Diets don't work. You want to get yourself healthy. Diet, it's that yo-yo. Um, and, and most diets are not sustainable. You need to figure out a healthy lifestyle, a dietary lifestyle for you. And for you and David, you guys realize that for you, it was being pescatarian, right? That meat was causing inflammation or, you know, not feeling great and whatever. So you have to figure out what foods work for you. And I actually, as we're having this conversation, um, I am going to post this weekend about doing a bone broth cleanse. And it's not like a juice cleanse. Yes, you're only drinking bone broth. You can have a little bit of chicken and avocado though. Um, but basically it's just resetting your system and you can slowly introduce new foods until you figure out the one that is like a trigger for you with inflammation or just you're just not feeling well. Um, and so I, and I actually, I love making my own bone broth and actually I make chicken broth. Let's be, uh, you know, I do the whole chicken, um, typically because then we can cut up the chicken and eat it <laughs> later on. Um, so chicken broth, bone broth, um, make up a huge pot. And I love putting it in glass jars and freezing it. So then when I'm ready, when I'm needing some chicken broth or bone broth, I just have my own and pour it in there. Um, you can add any vegetables and anything you want to it. Um, and it is just a reset. And then, like I said, you can, that's a good way to start figuring out what foods your tummy likes and what foods are maybe, um, not so great for you. Um, so I'll, I'll post about that this weekend. I need to, I need to make some, I, I think I got some, um, like chicken pork shoulder. I don't know. Some, some kind of shoulder or something <laughs> that I'm going to use. Um, and, uh, to make the bone broth this weekend. So I'll do that. I'll post about it. Um, and like I said, it's a great reset. Um, and then if you just kind of do that, like I used to do it once a month. I'm, I'm not going to do it obviously cause I'm pregnant and baby needs a little bit more than that. Um, but I am going to add it into my daily. And there's a lot of people that do bone broth or chicken broth um, like once or twice a day. Um, and it just kind of like as a um, beginning to their day. And that's something I've been wanting to try. And I just, life's been a little crazy lately. Um, so trying to just add that in and see how that makes me feel. Yeah. Along with think, the consistency of my supplements. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> consistency. Consistency,
Exactly. And, and, and do what you want to do. Now, to be honest, as a loving, you know, girlfriend and someone that I'm going to spend the rest of my life with, except that I don't want anything to happen to him, yeah, I would love for him to be mindful of this. But he's already super mindful of it. More mm-hmm. mindful than he was three years ago. Right. So I take it in stride, and I take the fact that he's so open to thought and to, like, like, for instance, today, about the fishing, and he posted about, you know, commercial fishing and how that's, and I was like, wow, I didn't realize how much we're killing our ocean with commercial fishing. Okay, I'm cognitively aware. I learned something. I can't stick my head back in the sand now that I've learned it. We like to fish. This is what we do. We like Mm -hmm. to go out and sit around and put a fishing pole in our hand. And it was like, well, I guess from now on, we're going to do catch and release. He's like, we'll just, you know, and make sure we're not tearing up and make sure we're not putting a bunch of stuff in the ocean and that. And I said, yeah. You know, it's just the mindfulness. And so that's really what I think the whole mm-hmm. conversation today is. Mindfulness about how you think about yourself. Mindfulness about what you're putting in your mouth. Mindfulness about what you're saying out of your mouth. And it all leads from the gut, really. Yep. So, yep, absolutely. Yeah. And, I, and I think that, you know, to wrap this up, I think all of it comes back to the words we use and what we say to ourselves. Because if you try to set yourself up huge thing in, in our family is we want to set ourselves and each other up for success. So that may mean setting our clothes out the night before or um, meal prepping, you know, things like that. Um, and if you are looking at yourself in the mirror and look, pointing out all, you know, critiquing all the negative things, you are not in a good headspace to make it a lifestyle. You are just going to go hardcore for a week or two and then it's going to be too much or um, crash diets, things like that. So starting off with looking in the mirror and saying, oh, my eyes are really pretty. Anything. My hair looks really good today. Anything that's going to put positive affirmations out to yourself, um, it comes back tenfold. It really does. And you've got to be careful with your words. And I, I highly recommend to people instead of using the cheat day or cheat meal, it's a treat. This is my treat meal because I've done so well the entire week with how I've been eating. So I know that I can have this meal and not feel bad. Not I'm going to you know look a certain way, but you do it because you feel good. And that's why you eat healthy. And like I said, we don't use the word F-A-T in our house. We don't use S-K-I-N-N-Y, T-H-I-N, like none of those visual words that, I mean, what does thin mean? Everybody, I mean, it's so subjective. Like everybody's idea of what thin is, is different. Right. Um, and I mean, even stories that talk about like a fat cat, I'm just like, oh, let's pick a different story because <laughs> I don't like that word. Yes. And, and figure out, um, again, the foods that work for you, um, your, your dietary lifestyle, not a diet, um, and the words you tell yourself and how you think about food and exercise in a not, I want to be a certain size, 